Lucas, <laughs> how you doing, my friend? Great. Good to be here, guys. Thanks. Good for, to have you. Again. Welcome back. It's been a long time coming. Follow up question. Are you mad at us for stealing Trevor? Are we mad? No, you know that's it's just business, right? I, business. I sensed a little tension. In I mean, that. it's a little I, more. I, it's a little more like weight off our back. You know? No. What I mean? So like, you, you're thanking us? Yeah, it's like your guys' problem now. Yeah, I mean, mm. I'm mad that See we you stole Trevor after, yeah, that, we'll after his Saturday. office comment. I'm like, what? You, Trevor, you just stay here after the podcast, okay? Okay. Deal. You can have All right, that. work talk is done. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book in another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> um, Lucas, it's been uh, over a year since we've had you back on the pod. Yeah, it's been, yeah. uh, it was Masters weekend. Yep. Uh, we talked bird noises, fake or real. Yes. Um, we talked, we talked some money lines. We talked some odds going into it. Um, what's been going on in your life since I know you've kind of taken a step in the direction of professional golf of focusing a little bit more on that. Um, what's that look like now for you? Yeah. Well, I mean like last year getting the place up and running and helping, helping with that, trying to figure out my footing as far as like, am I teaching more? Or am I trying to play more? And I got hung up on teaching a lot, but towards the end, I really tried to, uh, focus on teaching. That's kind of where I'm going again this year. I really want to focus on playing. Uh, I got a wedding coming up exactly a month from today. So after your own, your own wedding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. First of all, thanks for making the time for this because a month away from a wedding is like hours away from a wedding. Well, and that's, I got the, you know, I got to talk last night and I got to talk the night before, you know, <laughs> all about the checklist that we got to get done. So, uh, no, Emily is fantastic. She's, carrying the team on, on that are you so excited to do. show are you excited to show up to the wedding and see everything she planned it's gonna be great <laughs> i can't wait you know all the flowers i think there's flowers or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that, that's uh, the same spot i was in god these flowers are nice did you pick these out yourself yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's gonna be great so i'm not playing too much golf leading up to it just because it's right in the middle of the june and uh, i think i got one tournament here in two weeks down in the cities and then um but really, it was sparked from last year. I, I got the chance. I went down, um, played the national assistance down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a really, really cool experience for the basically determined for the, the best assistant professionals in, right. in the nation to, to go down and experience that. And that's something I want to continue to do over and over again as long as I can. And uh, hopefully kind of turn that into the national professional, the PGA professional, which yeah. then is the door to the PGA championship. But um, yeah, so trying to play more. So in, in July, late June, July, August, September is kind of where I think I've got like 10, 10 tournaments lined up. So, so with recent events in the PGA, one Mr. Michael Block yeah. club pro finishing tied 15 or tied 14. Uh, I think it was tied 15th. Tied. He was top 15 qualifying him for next year's PGA championship. Okay. Yep. So how, first of all, how does he get into the tournament? Does he just get to be in because he's the club pro at the at Oak Hill? No, so he's, he's actually a club pro out in California. Yep. And oh, so the, shit, the, I thought he was Oak Hill's pro. No, yeah, so the the path to the PGA Championship for club pros, and that's why I think it's probably one of my favorite uh, majors. You know, I think a lot of people think of the PGA Championship as the weakest major. Yep. Um, just because there's not quite the tradition as like the Open Championship mm-hmm. or Augusta. Um, and then the U S open is just known for like beating you down to within an inch of your life and like hope <laughs> people survive. Right. Um, but the PGA championship, there's an opportunity for 20 PGA professionals. So club pros 
guys that have a full-time job that um, teach for a living and manage a golf shop for a living, if they're good enough to play and qualify, they get to play in the major championship with guys like a Tiger Woods or a Rory McIlroy yeah, or, well, yeah, or a Brooks, you know, like all those guys. And, and it's super cool, I think, for just a casual golf fan. It's as close as you're going to get to how would a scratch golfer hold up mm-hmm. in these conditions um, to a certain extent, obviously, right? I mean, you're not going to get like, uh, you know, your weekend warriors going to show right. up there, but like, you know, these guys, they go out, there's a, it's a local qualifying. So you do it in your, in your state. Um, and then, or your section, I guess is technically it. And then you go to the national club pro basically is what they call it. And the top 20 in the national club pro get exempt into the PGA championship. Sweet. So usually each section takes about five. And then from those five, there's a field of about 80 or more, I think a hundred and some. And then those cut down to 20. So interesting. And from what from what I know, there's never been a club pro to make the cut. Is that correct? Uh, since like, no, they have been. I think it's been since like 1980. Okay. So gotcha. it's been a while. Um, just, maybe even before that. Just there's a casual a, 40, new head pro at uh, DL Country Club, Tom Dolby. Yep. Um, he made the he's made multiple cuts at PGA Championship. No so kidding. He was he was I believe he was uh top twenty going into the final day one one round. And and we had him on our show here and, and he's amazing. He's such a so if you guys get the chance, yeah. like, go talk to Pete's yeah. brain. He's awesome. So his one of his favorite stories that he's told me was uh he was playing at the PJ Championship and this was about I forget the year, but Bernhard Langer was he was on the PJ tour and he was playing and uh Tom had just rifled off. This was uh, after the second or third day. So he made the cut. He rifled off like a 65, rocketed <laughs> up the leaderboard, and guys were pulling him into the media tent to ask questions. He's a low club pro right now, all this stuff. And I guess uh, before the event, Bernard Langer made the comment that there were too many club pros playing in the PGA Championship and watered down the field. And one of the reporters asked him, and he said, you know, how does, how does Bernard comments make you feel? And Tom, and he's, he's very witted and like just to the point and sharp he goes uh well what what bernard shoot and he had shot he was two strokes behind him at that point i think <laughs> yeah. and they told him that and he goes we played a little better we could have talked about it tomorrow <laughs> just absolutely like, about a big swing and dick club pro <laughs> just, club pro just out of nowhere yeah. comes and just destroys bernard langer yeah but the only like time that. you have a word up on an actual uh, professional at that point yeah so i think it's the pga champ and, and then you look at like the history of the just the last couple like even years of the pga championship and what it's delivered i mean mm-hmm. you got phil winning it at 50 mm-hmm. you got jt coming back from arguably one of the greatest comebacks yeah in golf yeah shanked a, shanked a shot on sunday yeah i know <laughs> i know a lot about that from, big yeah. time michael I block even, shanked one on what I, friday yeah i even i hesitate saying the words so like for guys to step up yeah. and do that on a national yeah. level and then come back and perform like, yeah it's ooh. unbelievable yeah okay so um i, I saw something online uh, they were asking PGA pros what they thought an 18 handicap would shoot at oh Oak Hill. God. Now, what I want to do is, um, well, I want to ask you, Lucas, but then I want us to also give an answer. What do you think we would shoot at a at a course like Oak Hill? I'm giving myself as a as an eight handicap. I will gracefully give myself a 120. A 120. Do you think that's realistic? 
I think you do better. You do than better that. than one twenty. So the deal, yeah. the deal with Oak Hill, like the greens are big, but the fairways are small. You have to hit the fairways. That's so a with problem. Your, well, <laughs> your short driver shaft. Yeah, true, you're true. About, I've been striping fairways, Lucas. You, could, you just gotta find the fairway now. The, my only are we playing pro tees? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that that plays into it because that's seventy four. I think one day they had it seventy five hundred yards. Jesus. So then you're talking like. I think they had three par threes over two thirty. They got a par four at like five fifteen and that's three wide distance. Yeah, that's driver distance. <laughs> wind? Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, like, in the wind for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, like an eighteen handicap. Yeah, I mean that's good luck breaking a hundred. Like especially if they're doing some of those pin placements. It's like some of the pin placements. It's like you could stand on the fringe and reach out and you grab the pin. Yeah. Like, it's like it I don't think that's fair. No. But what? Well, there was a tournament, a recent NCAA tournament that they they, they scratched the round because they said the pin the, placement was unplayable. The women's division three yeah. actually had uh, Greta MacArthur, who's a recent Shanley graduate and and good friend. She played, she was playing in that tournament. Yeah, they, did you ask her about it? No, I haven't. Hmm. No, I haven't seen her since then. But uh, yeah, no, they scratched. Yeah, because I I don't know if you saw the video, but yeah, this gal like yeah. missed and it was like she missed by centimeters. And she yeah. must have like everyone must have known because as soon as she missed, she like turned away and was like just disgusted at it. Yeah. So that's where it's like everyone must have been talking about the fact that well, it's it was like pin location on 15 or whatever is right. Right. It's, it was a, a must make 15 foot putt. Like if yeah. you missed anything in outside of 15, you're going to have another 15. It's footer. like a greens cube. Keep a revenge round. Mm-hmm. Like you ever seen those? Mm-hmm. Like where they put them like literally on the fringe. Yeah, well, I've seen some like the, it's in the sand trap. <laughs> the cup is in the sand. I feel like that'd be easier for some guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you just there's a magnet in the sand trap, so you I mean, just I, get it in there. <laughs> yeah, you just draw a line. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the reason wh- I asked that is because a lot of the PGA pros say the PGA pros from like the best score to the worst score of their range was like 120 to 150. There was guy Jordan Spieth said he doesn't even know if people would finish holes. I I 100% agree with that. So yeah. Do you think that's good? Like, do you think that's good for a course to throw professionals into an environment like that? When I mean, you got a club professional who he he's not. I mean, he was top 15. Yeah. So like my deal, and we we talked about this too last week before the before the tournament. But it's you know what defines major golf? Is it the field? Is it the strength of the field? Or is it the fact that the golf horse will just beat you down? Like, and just like your average golfer wouldn't finish a golf hole. Like what defines major golf? I like it more from a field sense and then having like it at a historic golf course. I don't necessarily love a golf course that's impossible to play. And then you get, get lucky to, to play well. Yep. I don't think that was the intent, but well, it's I think like it's like hole six at Oak Hill or some average like hardest, 5.1 strokes or something by yeah. the end of the tournament, which is and it's a par four. Yeah. Jesus. And they played at like 515 yards. So, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, do I love it when it's like that? No. Like as a golfer, because I know that you probably wouldn't go out on a Saturday round and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. But from a viewership, like watching standpoint, loves the carnage, right? Yeah. I yeah. love watching a Jordan Spieth <laughs> drop f bombs on a hot mic, hundred percent, when he's just pissed off because we've all been there, yep. you know. And like these guys, they're not they're human, and they they feel the same thing, you know. John Rahm did it too, which is the other thing. Like the hot mics at the PJ Championship were awesome, phenomenal. <laughs> I just love hot mics. So, um, I would shoot a one twenty. You think you'd shoot a one twenty? Yeah, I don't think I would do worse than that because I could dribble it. 
to the to the green Correct. every hole and still shoot a 120. I know? think well the, the challenge is a lot of those greens are elevated. So you do yeah. got to get a wedge underneath. Yeah, there. I think it, by that point, hopefully, you'd be I'm able to get out yeah. of the six inch rough. I mean, Ty, we also control the scorecard, so we can True. put whatever on that scorecard True. that we want. Um, people on the internet were going absolutely insane about the backwards caps the day it was raining. Did you see yeah. that? Mm-hmm. I couldn't have been a bigger fan. Do you have a message cap. for Green Bay Country Club right now, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> if PGA professionals are wearing their hat backwards, I don't give a I don't give a shit if it's raining or not then average Joes like me should be able to wear their hat backwards at a country club. <laughs> at the Green Bay Country Club. It was, I will say, it Apparently was more... the dress code was broken in the PGA Championship. If you're at Oak Hill with a backwards hat, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to do that. That's how things are said, correct? Like at a nice course, you shouldn't be able to have the hat backwards. At the Green Bay Country Club... They told me to put my hat forward. We finished the front nine, and they're like, not "Hey, part of the dress code. You need to turn your hat and around." And I believe, like, I, I believe that there's a lot of country clubs that are very similar to that. This was more utilitarian, I think, in in nature. Did you ever putt with dripping it like downpour rain? Yeah, I, I get it. Oh I, god, I, I get. That. I yep. actually would. I don't enjoy a backwards hat. Like, I think it's worse with a backwards hat in rain for some reason. Like, I don't wear I think my hat backwards on the course because I'm afraid to get a straight tan line across my forehead. That happens. That is the only reason <laughs> the I don't do it. Peak, yeah. And yeah, and I got the widow's mm-hmm. peak. Yeah. So like that would get be completely white, <laughs> and I would just have a line across my forehead. Yeah, that would not be ideal. That's happened to my friend Connor this weekend. He went hat backwards all weekend, and he just looks like a pokeball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I understand that they had him backwards because the rain was dripping in their eyes. And a lot of the people, a lot of people are going crazy on the internet. They they didn't understand that concept of why they were doing that. They were just like, wow, backwards hats, like talk about ruining the integrity of the game, blah, blah, blah. It's like how in God's like, green earth does wearing your hat a different way ruin the integrity of a game. That and that's why that's exactly why people are turned like some people are turned off by the game of golf is because of hardos like that who are like, we need to reinforce the dress code. We need to we need to play this game like we did back in the early 1900s. Well, they didn't even suit and wear ties, baby. Caps. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Break out ties. in the suit and ties. I know they're like damn near wearing stirrups back in the yeah. day, like baggy pants. And it was yep. insane. No, I think I thought the funniest stuff were like the pictures of like comparing Roy McIlroy and Scotty uh, Scheffler mm-hmm. with their hat backwards and like Scotty like tried so long not to wear his hat backwards. And yeah. there's just like the ones that were. Yeah, I think that was I think it's more funny than anything. Like right. if you're concerned about a backwards hat, you're missing the point of golf. Yeah. Like we're not we're not here to critique. <laughs> yeah. Fashion. You know what they should have done? They should have uh, they should have worn uh, Sandlot brim. Was it was it Smalls who was wearing the yeah, big, Smalls the big, the really <laughs> yeah. fishing grim? Yeah, because then the water just like divert, it, it's completely outside of you yeah. know, any stroke that you're going to be taking. Probably covering the, the golf right ball, there. so yeah. Yeah. yeah, keep the golf ball dry. Right, right. There's an idea. Um, so uh, what would you shoot out there? So does Michael Block give you hope? That you're like, hey, this guy, you're in very similar positions. You you're an assistant pro. He is the pro, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that the, that's the only difference, right? Other than like he, so I don't know if you caught his like on course interview. So his version of teaching professional is much different than mine. Like I'm four or five lessons a day. I work eight hours a day, mm-hmm. and then I go home and I might hit a bucket of balls or something at the end. He's like three lessons a week. He hasn't taken on a new client in five years, mm-hmm. and okay. travels the country playing golf. Okay, so like 
and ultimately I love to get to that point mm-hmm. where it's just like, I've got a few buddies that I want to give lessons to, or like guys that I can get by and I give lessons to and just go play golf. It does give me a ton of hope because he's 46 and I'm, I'm 24. And so yeah. it's like, okay, realistically, if he's doing that at 46, I got plenty of time. You know, I don't have to put a ton of pressure on myself because also like as a competitor, I think my game is still really good. Like mm-hmm. if I can keep my game sharp, I got plenty of time to go do that. So I, it's not like I'm up against a clock or anything. Well, that's the cool so. thing about golf, especially on the professional level. There is no like you talk about basketball, you talk about football. You don't get in in your early 20s. You're not gonna. Dunzo. It's like baseball is like high school, isn't it? Right. Like, yep. It's like, I mean, you yep. got to be early. Yeah. If you're like, if you're past 25 and you haven't been drafted yet or you haven't cracked like double A, the odds of you getting up are very, very slim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in golf, you can have 46 year old Michael Block yeah. get an exemption yeah. into a tournament and now it's career set. I, it's unbelievable. So the fun fact that I had, so it, the uh, the last the check he made before the PGA Championship was for one hundred and eighty five dollars, and it cost him one hundred and ten dollars <laughs> to get there, like get in. Yeah. So he netted seventy five bucks, and it was like a father son deal. Yeah, and he just made three hundred nine thousand dollars. Yeah, was his kid on the bag? Uh, no, I don't believe Thank so. You. Oh yeah, no, he had a he had a caddy from Pebble Beach. Yeah, yep, yep, that's right. So, um, yeah, the one thing like if you go watch Michael Blocks around, it seemed like. Everything was going in like unbelievable. Well, even the, the dunk, the whole one. Come like, on. I, I had to, I don't know how many times I had to watch that to just be like, okay, this isn't like every time around the Phoenix Open, they've got like the haters say it's fake and it's the like, yep. Tiger Woods hitting from like stupid and it's like <laughs> yeah. his one hop into the <laughs> like I thought it was one of those. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, no, it actually dunked. Yeah. So, like I thought it was fake to begin with as well. The thing that sold me on it was Rory's reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was like, okay, that, that actually happened. Yeah. No, I, I think, and like even the putt on 18, it was like that one wanted to go in. And then you look at like the putts to make the cut. It was just like everything he hit wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's what, that's what golf is. Like if you're trying to make it on golf, you need, you need one good week where you just, it puts you over the edge and then you can just ride the high. So I, I hope, cause he got into this week's event at the Charles Schwab. He gets into the RBC uh, he gets the invite back to the PGA next year. I mean, the dude's that's set. Sweet. I mean, that's and not only did all of that happen, but full swing, the oh, full swing God, two so good. was at the PGA championship. They were filming, oh, they were following sweet. Michael block all weekend. Um, or like when he started to make his initial run. Yeah. So on top of all of this notoriety, you get full swing to come out probably what next year mm-hmm. to then bump him straight back up. Yeah. Um, into his celebrity status. And it, it's going to be cool to watch going forward just to see like what he can do. It'll be interesting too to see the the take they use on, on like Liv with Brooks winning and stuff yeah. like that. If, yeah, because like, they did. If that episode is like, and I guess they do a whole lot of time jumps. So like they might yeah. do like a Brooks episode again where he wins and it's a whole big yep. deal. But like if it's just a Michael Block episode or if he's just kind of like a footnote in like a Brooks yeah, episode. They showed, they showed the open three different times right in yeah. full swing but just from three different golfers different perspective. perspective which i like but i also saw the tweet a tweet where it was like um like in the season one it was like every episode they mentioned like if you don't make the cut you don't get paid yeah. <laughs> like this tweet was mentioning that the pga of america is different than the pga tour is the new if you don't make the cut you don't get paid in season two where 
yep. they have to explain it every episode <laughs> because of yeah. how many live guys are going right. to be in it. Yeah. So they're just yeah. like, yeah, the PGA of America is different than the PGA every episode <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I think that'd be funny. Um, sorry, one more quick note on uh, Michael Block. I can't remember if it's this week's tournament or next week's, the RBC. Um, so an exemption status was given up by a player named Parker Cootie. Yeah. Who we had on our podcast last year at the PGA Pro-Am Canada. That's um, nuts. Because he wanted to, he said that he wanted to make it to the tour the correct way. So really? with all this stuff wow. going on, he gave up his exemption for the tournament so Michael Block could take it and keep playing. Is there a correct way? There's a harder way, that's for sure. <laughs> I think he wanted, like, he wanted to take the harder way out of it. Um, of like, I don't know, I don't know what the, it's not single A, double A, triple A, it's corn, it's like, it's it's very it's similar. I mean, you got Canada, your yeah. it's Q school corn fairy corn fairy to the know, yeah all the steps. But I mean, there's probably fifteen different. There's a ton of different routes. Most routes are longer than others. Sure, the exemptions are by far the shortest because, like a Michael Block, you got to finish inside the top fifteen. And yep. now, like if he would have finished top three, he would have had a special exemption like right off In the, the Masters this next. Well, year. He would have had a, a special exemption on the tour oh, for the entire year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and and an invite to the Masters. So like. Exemptions are the easiest way to go. And then you got the corn Ferry, and then you've got the Dakota's tour and then you got the Monday qualifiers and then you get, you know, you got all these different routes. Wild. So for, for Goody to go through and just be like, no, I'm going to spend more money and more time yeah. than an exemption. Yeah. Well, and then you don't hear it talked about, like you hear about, oh, you got into the tournaments, but you don't hear about the guys that give up the spots Correct. to get into it. Yeah, so I, that's really cool. I they mean, gave him some good, like they gave him, the PGA gave him some good press about like giving up his exemption for Michael Block. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. So especially with how good that story is with, with Block. I mean, that's yeah. so, yeah. let's that's keep so it going nuts. for another couple of weeks. Right. Huh? Yeah. Love it. Tyler, what else you got? Uh, I have a question for Lucas. Quick plug your podcast. And then I have a question on how the hell you come up with the picks. So, yeah, we're our, our Sweet Shots podcast is what we call it. And it's uh, fantasy golf. We just talk basically random stuff for the first half, sometimes golf, sometimes whatever. Uh, and then we focus on DraftKings fantasy golf. Um, how we come up to picks, I, you know, Chuck, um, He's he's very statistical, so he's mm -hmm. got all of the he subscribes to guys, and we're not by any means like professionals at it. We're just trying to take all of the information that's out there and distill it down into something that you can digest and make it easier for you. Uh, we're basically doing the homework for you. I'm kind of a hybrid between like gut feeling and statistical, so I follow some things on Twitter and yep. like I'm big into like recent form and course history. Have they played there well? Uh, well there before and then and then mark my dad he's he's uh he's very much just kind of gut feeling he's not anti-stats but he's definitely like here's my golf knowledge i'm gonna apply yeah. it my, my biggest question on how to gamble on golf is like in any other sport you have a team you invest in right yeah so you think about that team and that team has lots of players in golf there are no teams unless you're betting on the live which we are not in this situation nope. How do you know so much about every in every individual is a team if you think about it? Yeah. And like there's there's a, a salary cap, so you can't buy just the the, the six favorites. big players yeah. you know. You gotta you gotta spread it out. And obviously, so like you call them diamonds or you call them flyers, but like the guys that are in the lower end of the budget, um I look for like cuts made. Like if they're making cuts, 
you know, or you're not, you're not looking for them to win. You just mm-hmm. want them to continue to make points for you through the weekend and, and the points system and how they do it. Um, and so you're looking for guys that make cuts, but honestly, and like we had Tom Hoagie on the, on the show and, and when we talked to him about it, he's a big gambler. And, and he was like, honestly, I don't know how you guys do it. Golf's the hardest sport to bet on. He was right. like, I was a favorite for, um, South Carolina. He said, and he's like, uh, Everyone was reporting on Tom Hoey's favorite. He's ball striker, all this stuff. But it was raining all week in Dallas, and I couldn't practice. So it's like people stuff don't know like, that. And people yeah. don't know that. So yeah. like stuff like yeah. that, they see these, and they're like, yeah, Tom Hoey's a favorite. Let's pick on Tom Hoey. He's like, I couldn't practice. So it's like I went in there, like, I didn't feel great, but I was going to, you know, give it my best. Did I think I was going to win? No, because I couldn't practice. Mm-hmm. So is in golf, you could, bet, you could bet on yourself to win, correct? No, he can't, no. Gotcha. Yeah, no. So you they have he's a big gambler. Wait, wait, what's he? What's like he, craps is his game. Oh, gotcha. He's okay. big. He, sure. Yeah, like Jordan Spieth had the quote of, uh, um, he knew he knew Tom Hoagie was going to win on tour just by the way that he played craps. Like he was just all in. <laughs> he was just going to keep doubling <laughs> I down. Love that. Yeah. They played craps together in like Dallas or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah it's it's crazy hard. Um, I mean, this last week makes it, I guess, look a little easier when we get into it. But you know, like. Both uh, my dad and Chuck had money on Brooks to win, nice. so outright. So I think they both made a couple hundred bucks, and then I uh, I ran out of cash at the casino to place money, <laughs> so I couldn't. They were like, we were on the way out. They're like, oh, let's throw some money on Brooks. And I was Do like, we need I to bleep that out for, so your your future wife doesn't hear that a month <laughs> yeah. out from your wedding? <laughs> well, out well, all the money's going towards the wedding, yeah, you know. Sure. So it's like, yep. uh, so I, I didn't get on that, but I had uh, I had a 10 cent bet on DraftKings that ended up winning me 30 bucks. So I was like, nice. I mean, statistically I had the biggest win of the, yeah, the ROI on uh, that yeah. is phenomenal. So um, it's honestly, it's all luck. You try and find a guy that's going to make the cut and then are playing well recently are kind of the, the general stuff. And if you listen to the, the podcast, it's, it's kind of one of those things where we kind of give our reasoning. Are they correct? Maybe not. You know, it's like. I think our master's takes like our master show was awful. Like we just missed on <laughs> yeah. everything. <laughs> like yeah. it was just That's horrible. Happen, though. But, uh, you know, the last show we were, we were a little better, but it's golf, man. Like yeah. you just yeah. don't it's know. So it's so hard. So we try and come up with something, but very often it's, yeah, it's more fun than anything. You yeah. Know, just trying to have fun. So just pick the favorite. Yeah, you can, but so does everybody else. You got to have a different roster. That's a strategy. (laughs) Yeah, there's a whole different thing. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. It's tough. So let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll get into some GAs. GAs, and uh, Tyler, I need to tell you about my weekend round. Oh yes, sorry. Be right back. All right, guys. Before we get into our next golfers anonymous, we got to talk to you about the one and only Tyler. UG baby, Union Green. My ball of choice. I have only, I right now, I am positive four balls on the season. That doesn't mean uh, my lost ball count has skyrocketed uh, since minus, the last episode. Mine has a little bit. Yes. A little bit. Uh, I think I'm right now, I am sitting at eight balls lost. Sure. But I am at 12 balls found. So. Net four. I am still four positive this season. Um, and all... All of those eight balls lost were Union Green pin drops or T-Birds. So I will be re-upping soon. That's why we buy them in bulk. That's why yes. we buy them in, uh, in in 12, 24, 36, 48. You mm-hmm. name it, guys. I mean, we, we've got people messaging and saying they've lost 48 balls in 36 holes. Um, it's just tough. Buy them in bulk. 
This is the place to do to do it. Unionagreen.com. Um, the deal going on right now. Promo code free breakfast balls. Plural. You buy a play local hoodie, men's or women's. You buy a pin drop dad hat, the tan mm-hmm. one that I'll wear next wearing. week so you guys know exactly which one we're talking about. It's pretty obvious when you look it up, but just in case. The play local hoodie, the pin drop dad hat, you put in the promo code free breakfast balls, you get a free box of balls, a free dozen of balls. And mm-hmm. who doesn't need the free dozen? So go check them out, uniongreen.com. Re up your balls, re up your swag. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Where are we right now, Ryan? Tyler, we are in the, what I would like to call the Midwest hub for PXG golf clubs. I think that's what they like to call it too. Isn't that actually what PXG calls it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Midwest regional hub. Yeah. Yeah. I left out regional because oh. what I like to call it the Midwest hub, mm-hmm. what it's actually called the Midwest regional okay. hub. That's yeah. why I coined Shorted it as my it own. Okay. I mean, if you, if you want to, you call it premier. You know, the <laughs> yeah. good the premier yeah. PXG hub you worldwide. Can, you can, Wide, wide, wide. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. Guys, we're at Sweet Shots in Fargo um, where, I mean, you can get your, your full-fitting custom PXGs. Uh, this, this is where is, we got fitted. Correct. I took about 9,000 swings right in front of where I'm sitting. Yeah, by the time we got to the putter, I just said, give me the one that looks the coolest because my body hurts right now. <laughs> yeah. From 250 challenge. swings, Yeah, just give me the coolest one. That's the challenge when you go for a full bag fitting. You got to pace yourself. I Big mean, it, it is it is full-on marathon like because... You're probably going to start with the irons. Then you don't want to get too tired because you got to get to the driver. Mm-hmm. And those are the big swings. And then you got to go sit there and, and roll 10, 15 putts. Well, yeah, we had a, we actually, we had scheduled, had a couple of our coworkers from PXG going to be here. Uh, Jake, can you see these bags on the camera? So Joel Damon and Gary Player were going to come. Coworkers, they were going to yeah. be here, but they uh, they ran into traffic, so we invited Lucas. Yeah, they, they um, had good stuff. Uh, put yeah. on some fires at the office. So. Yeah, yeah. They're dealing with, uh, we ran out of coffee filters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gary's on that, and Joel is, um, he's trying new bucket hats. So um, Lucas is here, <laughs> our other, our guess, our other coworker. So yeah. um, welcome. Thanks for bringing us into the PXG space. Yeah. It uh, it's good, nice to get out of the good. office. Yeah. It's good to have you guys here. This is, uh, you know, I, I remember you guys getting fitted. That was, uh, that was quite the experience <laughs> just to watch. I think that was fun. The, there was a lot of improvement that day. I think that was big the big, the yeah, big actually Tyler, you're playing clubs older than I was. So I don't think there was any <laughs> doubt yeah. that, uh, you were getting, getting better there. But, uh, Ryan, as far as like a club fitting perspective, like that was, see you go for, I think this dispersion was probably your biggest thing. Yeah, like I, you I really actually, tightened that up. We actually took a little distance off and, but we tightened up our group, tightened it which up, which is exactly where, we but it's to. not like we're not, you're not changing like a club. We're talking Correct. like five yards. Five I minutes, mean, it's yes. like, but that's where like, if you go into a fitting and, and haven't done fittings myself, like that's what the big thing is. We're going to find what works best yep. for you. You know, if you're looking for distance, we're going to do our best to add the distance. Um, and then if we're looking for forgiveness or, you know, hit more fairways, like I know, Ryan, you're still kind of tinkering, like with the length of the driver yep. shaft, yep. which is a great thing to, to do. We can play around with it. And that's why you get fit for clubs. Yeah. And and PXG does a great job of it. Um, Travis, uh, the rep, I know you guys work it's with awesome. him. He's he's great at, at that. So we're very fortunate here at Sweet Chats to to be be a hub for them and, and be a spot and i think it's uh it's been a great over a year now and yep um we're gonna keep keep growing i know they're how, they're do, a great how do people if they want to get fitted 
How do they get a hold of you guys? So the best way would be through our website, sweetshots.com. There's a golf academy tab, which has a golf fitting tab. And then uh, the if they're looking for PXGs, there's the PXG form that you fill out. That gets sent to Travis. He's going to reach out. We'll get you set up and go from there. Anytime you can get fit for golf clubs, get something that's fit for you and your swing. That's how you... That's probably one of the easiest ways to, to save some strokes. Yeah. Just because the technology oftentimes helps, makes it a little easier for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it's also really fun to come in here and rip all the skin off your hands, swing in a thousand bring times. A, bring a glove. That's Honestly, I was I was thankful that Travis made me hit so many balls because he wasn't leaving anything uncovered. No. No, I was no, like, you weren't going to leave here disappointed. You didn't, you know, hit this club or yep. you didn't hit that head or whatever. Because you know me and how I feel about feelings. Yeah. Like, I know some of them are scams and I didn't feel scammed. So that's good. Yeah, that's that's wasn't great. a used car salesman type nope. of uh, type of fitting. Uh, so, guys, if you're uh, if you're interested in the Gen sixes, the Gen fives, it doesn't matter. Um, Sweet Shots is going to be your place in the Fargo area and surrounding area. They're going to get you fit up. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And um, yeah, I know you're going to get some clubs in your hands that look sexy, that feel sexy, and make it play sexy. PXG.com. Nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. <laughs> Ryan, how was your round this weekend? Oh, Tyler. I, I don't know why I asked. I know how it went. So do you know, let us have it. I was going to wait until... The, I already I talked to Lucas about it yesterday. I was going to wait to tell you... Mm-hmm. Uh, for the podcast, but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So my goal at the beginning of the year was to break 80 twice. This is my second full round of 18 last weekend. Mm-hmm. Legitimate 78. Very good. Thank you. Thank applause, you. Thank everybody. You. You're done. You've done it twice already. Your first two 18s, both under 80. Well, no, I, this year, my goal is to break it twice. Yeah, you broke it twice already. No, no. I broke it once last year. My goal this year was to break it two times. You broke season. it the first round of the year. And you're not yeah, counting it though. 64. Yeah, you said it counted literally it. right I, after I that. I appreciate you giving me. I mean, I broke 70 that day. So yeah. we'll have to also take that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I went out on Sunday and I will tell you what. The amount of times I looked at my playing partners and I said, Kai, you couldn't ask for a better day today. <laughs> you guys would have been so sick of me on Sunday morning. I believe it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that probably came out of my mouth at least 10 to 15 times. But I I couldn't believe how good of a day it was. Well, how, how good was it, Ryan? Not only did we play well, um, the day, I mean, you couldn't beat it. <laughs> kind of like a sore dick, Tyler. You couldn't beat it. <laughs> so I got that one checked out the list. Um, and, I mean, we talked to you about the PXGs already. I was flushing the driver. Mm-hmm. The amount of fairways that I hit, I hit more fairways on Sunday than I did all of last year. Wow. I'm kidding. It's wild. It's wild <laughs> how your golf game improves when we do what we're supposed to. Isn't that like funny? Like hit fairways and greens. Yeah. And Just was, make it easy on yourself. That's yeah. the big thing. Golf. Right? Would you would you say it's an easy game? It, w- it would be an easy game. Yeah. Yeah, like if you do it right, it's an easy game. If yeah. I could just take my brain out of my head and not <laughs> think about anything, it would be the easiest game on planet. The driver was feeling phenomenal. Then we hit the driver yesterday, um, and I feel like whenever I'm I come in for a lesson with you, I just I feel the need to want to swing about twenty percent harder than I would on the course. Why do you think, dude? That me is? too. 
every lesson I've ever gotten, all of a sudden I'm swinging harder than I do both. when I'm playing. Is it because both. of the not every lesson you've ever? I've gotten? been to four. I've had four lessons with you. <laughs> He's a Tyrus. Quit showing up. And yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. Sure. Sure. Uh, I, maybe it's the atmosphere, right? It the it's just like net? it's got to be the back net. I mean, it's at 250, and you just it looks further than it is. You yeah. just swing out of your shoes, and you try and get into one. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not alone there for sure. And for how wide, like for how wide the the would you call it the field yep. is here? Yeah. Um, to just hit the back net without hitting a side net, there are days where I have trouble with that. <laughs> So you've, when I was, you've hit it over the side of the net. Picked, uh, many, many times. times. Yeah, I probably have about warnings. 15, warnings. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's level three. I've been on level three, and I've 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 put one about twenty feet over the side. And yeah, when that you. when that message pops up, I hit okay really quick, and I turn around and I'm like, Fuck. it was a guy next to me. Trevor, you, you know? probably were. Yeah, I yeah, probably came and talked to him like three times. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm like, Trevor, stay in there. I don't, I, I know what happened. Well, I think the first video we ever shot here, we got you like your first swing of the day was over the net. Yeah, and it then was like a couple holes into our round another one over the net and we got our second warning and then we start seeing heads looking over at our bay we're like oh no we're gonna get booted video one the yeah. early the early warnings yeah, yeah i now just uh i apologize before the ball even crosses over the net because <laughs> sorry I that's where it's going <laughs> really we've kind of eliminated that i mean you talk about yeah. like even what we worked on yesterday you're absolutely striping the driver yep and like if you can keep that up now irons look really good too i mean yep. it was like Big things can be your wedges, the scoring clubs. That's what I notice a lot of people like coming out of winter. They love taking the full swings. They get the full swing dialed, and then they realize like eighty mm -hmm. percent of the games played from inside a hundred yards. Yeah, so yeah. then you gotta like find the feeling right. that way. So um, uh, I mean, it looks it's no surprise you're starting to break eighty. I think it's in there. Might be criminal. You're at an eight handicap right now. No, Maybe seven, it's... seven. It just dropped down. Did it? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Nice. Fucking go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mine says I'm an eight, too, but that's because I put my scramble scores in the app. I yeah, like that. Sandbag. Sandbag is the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. That's an ego handicap right yep. there. That's uh, yeah. better than I am. Um, It does. It, it like it feels good to get that round out of the way, though, early in the season because. Check the box, man. I mean, I'm going to. I'll shoot. 85 to 90 next round. That's just how things go for guys of my well, skill with level. With that attitude, you will. I'm, yeah, I just, you I'm also an optimist. I, like, I'm an optimist in a sense of, like, I know I'm going to shoot high 80s or low 90s, and I know I'm there is going to be times where I could potentially break 80. Mm -hmm. So once you break 80 again next weekend, <laughs> what's the new goal? Because I'm already past the breaking 80 for you. 75 well, break 70. I, mean, I don't think you can just be past I, my goal. My goal, for, my goal for you is changed now. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to change my goal for you to even par. So I want you to shoot a 72. That's okay. where I was going. Like if I had Deal. to just throw one out there, it'd be even. Par. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll break it one more time and then we'll go for that. Um, yeah, well, I want I kind of want to hang on to that one for a while though. Why? Something to chase. It's like you chasing grandpa Dave. Oh yeah. That's which. When the fuck's that going to happen? We, we haven't played a full 18. He dodged me the last time we played nine. <laughs> He's ducking. He did. He genuinely, Lucas. So I played two weekends ago. I played with Grandpa Dave. He beats me by one on the front nine. And we're with two other buddies. And all of a sudden, old man wants to scramble the back. And I came back from four strokes the last four holes to lose by one. So he knew I was heating up. And he knew yeah. he was slowing down. And all of a sudden, hey, you guys want to maybe scramble this back? And that's just, that's just a good competitor. I mean, the guy knows yeah. his game. He's, mm -hmm. He knows yeah. his limitations. 
and he's not gonna he's not gonna give it to you. He's just not gonna hand you the victory, Tyler. You gotta right, earn well, it. You can't duck me either. <laughs> Are you gonna avoid me the whole time? Tarnish your legacy? So is this like you have to beat him on eighteen, or if you beat him that nine holes, you're like I beat Grandpa Dave. Like I you. still haven't beat him. If we go out in my mind and we are going to play nine holes and I beat him on nine, I will count that count as a it. win. All right. Really? Oh yeah. I still haven't done that. So of course I'm gonna count it. You're a slow starter though. Yeah. I that, would consider yep. you to be a slow starter. Um I mean, hole number one, just chalk up a double for you right away. Yeah, the last three rounds I've tripled hole one and then par 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 par. <laughs> okay, so we got I mean, what do we gotta do on hole one for you? I think uh give me a couple strokes and I'll be fine. <laughs> Go to the range. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Well that's just it. The last few courses I've played don't have ranges. So mm-hmm. my range session is me just swinging really hard to try to get the kinks out of the back sure. to start. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um well, I think now is a fitting time. To tell you, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa Dave's caddying for you at Pine de Palm. He is. That'll be a good caddy. Yeah. That'll be a great caddy. Mm-hmm. Trevor's caddying for me at Pine de Palm. Yep. That was the reveal. You waited this long <laughs> to tell me it was Trevor. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> no, not Trevor. Thank God. Lucas is caddying for me at Pine de Palm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good caddy. Let's fucking go, baby. There we go. I mean, Taking I'm pretty sure the first thing I asked when you told me. It was, and I it told like, you no, it wasn't. Is it going to be Lucas? And you're like, no, it's not Lucas. You you, you don't know him. I believe the exact words were, no, he's caddying for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. He, yeah so I, I mean, I that's the obvious choice. Like, if I wasn't related to Grandpa, I would have reached out to Lucas immediately. I did. I did offer to double loop. I wasn't sure what the rules were well, for well, double looping. We're, we're together. In yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, you can still carry two bags. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's double time. My rate's a little higher for two bags, but okay. you know, it's, uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> two <bags laughs> make him carry both our bags. <laughs> Your guys' leather, like heavy leather yeah. bags. Not the ideal bag to be carrying for 18 holes. No, really. if Grandpa Dave drops out, I'll get Jim. Jim, yeah, Jim's. Yeah, we got it. Jim worked at DL. He'll, he'll, he'll walk you around that spot like nothing. No reaction in there. He probably, probably even yeah. can't hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, uh, I think we touched on it earlier, but we got new management at Pine to Palms, so um, yeah, they seem great too. Yeah, and I, I've I've buttered up a little bit already. <laughs> Just kind of avoid any. <laughs> did you tell them you like, got DQ'd? Um, I don't think I did, but there's going to be a time and place where I will, it will come out. Yeah, I, yeah, it'll come out, and um, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. out the dirty line. <laughs> Look, this year is going to be your year because this is like. The since turning professional, the Pine of Palm is like that's the one tournament I miss. I grew up watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I it stinks that I didn't get the 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 win, the full on win. I got my name on the board with the medalist, but uh, like, I will be living vicariously through you. And okay. I know we're in flights, but like that's hey, that's the right step. Right, oh, yeah. we're gonna just dominate, and then we'll on to the next. Right, we just need some hardware. Survive in advance. That's the that's the motto. Survive yeah. in advance. And if we, if, I mean, if we lose. We're not showing up the next day, so <laughs> take another a, year. Just take another year. Take another year off. Just be an every two years bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every other year type, uh, type of tournament for Disqual- me. DQ ban. <laughs> wait a season. Get disqualified. Get disqualified. Banned. Yeah. Wait a season. Because uh, two DQs in a row as you're done for life. But um, at, like after year one, it resets to zero. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're going. We're on an every other year basis. No, that's not going to happen. We're going to have fun this year. We're going to actually show up. Um, yeah. So with your, your record-breaking round, this is your second best round ever, right? Second best round ever, yeah. My uh, first best was last year, 77, uh, down in AZ. 
You only got to shave six strokes, dude, to get I, no, even. I, it, can, it can very well be done. In, I, I bet you can think of six strokes right now that you could have shaved off that That's round. That's the yep. easiest thing to do, though. Like, after your round, it's like everybody can go back and just be <laughs> like, well, here, I've got this shot. I've yep. got that shot there. I mean, it's yeah. like even when you play well, you go back and you do that, right? Yeah, like, big time. That's the easiest thing to do. I know of three. I know of four right off the bat. Yeah. So there's 74 right there. Take those four off. Um. So, yeah, I mean, things are... I think that's the biggest benefit of getting a like uh, custom fit clubs is that they're playing exactly to my swing. Mm-hmm. It's like it hey, is swing your swing. You yep. don't need to swing Tiger swing or uh, Michael Block said that actually. You don't need to swing Rory's swing. They're great, but you're also never going to achieve that. So right. get something that's good for your swing and uh, hopefully you start shooting better scores. Well, I had the exact opposite round this weekend. Only played nine. You had an absolute it was chaotic win. round. And I don't. I don't, I don't care about my score one bit because I brought my kids. You can't, yeah. I brought my sister. I brought my dad. I brought everybody was there playing. And then Connor showed up. <laughs> so it's just my not, entire not family. And, and yeah, and my buddy. Um, I played really bad, but it was more, I was more focused on making sure that my kids weren't We're slowing safe. up play. They weren't, because we played Frazy and Frazy is super chill. And they let us play five people on a hole plus two kids and um, very first hole, I'm about 30 yards off the green. And with my oldest, he's three years old. We had a rule. When I'm hitting, when dad's hitting, you go stand with grandpa. And when grandpa's hitting, you go stand with dad. And he's over there standing with grandpa. I'm about to hit a 30-yard little little chip. And so it's it's not just a tiny little half swing. It's, it's a decent swing. The ball's going to come yeah. off the club kind of hot. And I'm in the backswing of it. We're coming through, and I just see him running oh, right at me. I'm like, damn it, damn it. It's too late to stop. And I'm like, Charlie, <laughs> hit it. <laughs> it it had to have shaved the back of his head. Oh, oh my gosh. And I was like, go sit with your grandpa. I mean, like, talk oh. about pinpoint accuracy, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a little head for a three. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be able to hit, damn near hit that shot. Uh, yeah, how was the contact accuracy? on the shot? I mean, the was, shot was, like, was actually a pretty good shot. <laughs> yeah. What if it actually went in? That would and be cool. You don't I'd know be whether like, to you celebrate. You got to stand in front of me the rest yeah. of my shots. You stand right there. Trust <laughs> me. I'm just. I'm not going to hit <laughs> yeah. you. Just Put yeah. an apple on your head, pal. Yeah. Like, do you celebrate that shot, or do you just like f bomb your kid for running? In no, front I of was you? like, because uh, it's the first one. I'm like Charlie, you need to get, you get full dad voice. You need to stay with Grandpa when I'm hitting, and he's like, okay. He's <laughs> just completely clueless. oblivious to what just happened. He almost yeah. got pegged with a union green in the temple <laughs> and so then i was just on edge the rest of every shot i'm looking around scanning like all right he's 20 mm-hmm. yards away if i start my backswing now no way he can get to me <laughs> um but yeah so the, i think i shot a 50 or something again but you're you're not out there it's you're a fun just, round it's yeah a, it's it was an enjoy fun round yeah he got to tee off on every hole and he got to putt and he got to choose where he putted from and after hole one he butted from three inches away every hole. He's like, I'm going to move it closer. <laughs> and he would set it Hey, you know there. what? I like that. Yeah. It's a great. I, so he, you're going to have fun. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. You got a two on every hole, one drive and then a three inch putt. <laughs> I'm going to pull that this next week. And I'm going to say, hey, I'm just going to putt it closer. Yeah. So, yeah, you just take a page out of his book. If you want to shoot better scores, just move your ball three inches to the hole. Easy enough. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into the... I have one GA to wrap up the podcast. And it's kind of fitting considering the story I just told. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Give me a sec to pull it up. All right. Submitted by Anonymous again. Junior high golf practice. 
circa 1999. Slice my drive. Hit a lady in the neck. <laughs> she can't see the tee box. Go up, pick my ball, blame it on my practice partner. She ended up being okay. So is it no harm, no foul? Oh, boy. So I think he's more worried about blaming it on his partner. <laughs> As you do. I yeah. mean, if you've already committed to blaming it on your partner, I would hope that he's like, okay, I'm going to take this one for you now. Yeah. But you fucking owe me one down the but road. Imagine this scenario. He blames it on his partner and she's not okay. Right. Then we're in, now we're in deep water here. I think when, it, it works out because because she was okay mm -hmm. so that way you yeah just, you got to live it down it was my it was my playing partner she's okay everything's cool right but if she was not okay do you have to like because i'm sure he's he blamed it on the playing partner before he knew she was okay right um oh that was that goes through your head like immediately as you hit it you go okay it was him yeah do uh do we have the information of whether he yelled for or not not a clue okay so i mean i i also think that's a big factor in it if you if you yell for if you do your part in hitting a bad shot um i think it's you know like what do you what, what can you do that shit happens you know that that liability going to a course thinking all right if i had a bad shot and i yell for it still might hit somebody <laughs> dude imagine getting hit in the neck with a drive that would hurt so bad. I'd rather get hit really in the bad. neck than the than the head. Not me, dude. I mean, the you skull got your, versus you got your like, jugular. Your, your, you got everything. Yeah, in your here, skull like, is so much harder than your neck. You got windpipe. I yeah, mean, you get so much. Windpipe, you could die. <sighs> you take a drive. Going Imagine the what, welt that comes out of how, your neck. Too, how fast like, does a drive go? I mean, depends on how hard you swing. I would say well over 100 miles an hour. Right. Well, I mean, we, if it's junior high, I mean, the guy's probably swinging at it pretty good. Yeah. We also don't like, is this on like, like on the descent? Is, is, is this lady like 200? Yeah. Well, he said I don't he think sliced have, it. So I he, would he, guess in this thing's like sling and slice yeah. coming in there pretty good. And this hits, if you get hit with that in, in the windpipe, it'll crush that thing. You know, it's mm -hmm. a, it's more of more surprising that she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <than> hot. <laughs> Do you think it would crush it? Yeah. I mean, it think have, about it. Would, it, it would think about a guy getting good. choked out in the octagon. Like, that doesn't crush his windpipe. Well, well but they know how to do that, it correctly. You know? He's just trying to make the guy fall asleep. He's not trying to kill him. <laughs> He's Imagine. trying to squeeze his neck as hard as he possibly can until he taps. Yeah, but that's the name of the game. There's also, it's not, not centralized to one tiny spot, it's mm -hmm. spread out amongst the neck. I get that. And that's just your force of your hand. That was a ball going 100 well, miles per it's hour. It's a forearm. Well, yeah, it'd, be, a, it'd yeah. be like the crook of the arm. But that's How still not a ball going 100 miles per hour. Oh, well, well did you see I, the guy that Joel Dahman hit at the PGA? Yeah, yeah. 100 bucks. The beers on What me. happened on his cat? Like the size of the welt that yeah. left yeah. on his calf? Like imagine that, but like off a drive on your like neck. On your Adam's apple, dude. Yeah. We're also talking junior high golf here. Slice, which is less MPH on the ball. Still. Probably on the descent. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm I'm in I'm in the camp of like if he yelled four, then I think he's fine. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying he isn't. I I'm think just saying lady, it would suck ass to get hit in the neck with a drive. <laughs> that would, in the neck. Yeah, too, I mean, like, dude, getting hit anywhere honestly, with a drive would not be ideal. Like, I think though maybe the only like nuts and eyes are the only place that I would want to <laughs> get hit less than the neck. Yeah, eyes is a yeah, yeah. You can get new teeth. Uh, you can't get new nuts and new eyes, though. Like I think, like the only potentially fatal place to get hit with a drive is in the windpipe, or maybe temple. Yeah, Dude, temple. The head. I, 
Dude, your head's so You're so hard. attached to the windpipe right now. Because yeah, that's the part <laughs> on your neck that would How kill you. How are you supposed you? to breathe? I, did, I, I mean... Ryan, I'm talking the Ryan doesn't breathe. Actually, <laughs> no, I, that's yeah, the brain. He's like a plant. <laughs> he photosynthesis. He wants, yeah. I breathe through my ears. Yeah. But I, I'm going under the current situation of junior high golf slice, which is is not as fast as other shots you can hit with a driver, right? Mm -hmm. There's more spin on it. It's, I mean, junior high golf gives this all away. I don't think this ball is going fast enough to to kill somebody. I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying it would hurt no, really hurt. bad. So the, the, the top, uh, yeah, the topic of conversation has now changed away from. It's no, like would would a junior high golf, would a junior high drive could that kill somebody if it hit him in the windpipe? Maybe if it hit him perfectly. Yeah, that, that's chance. what that's what I'm trying to. Ultimately, to answer the the anonymous, like we're, you're good, man. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, okay. you're fine. Yeah, you're, the <laughs> fucking driveway. I mean, there. Yeah. You're yeah, but fine. if she wasn't okay and you blamed it on your buddy, then then you're in trouble, man. You can't be doing that. Like <laughs> also, if, if she's the, on the ground, the blame wailing, on your buddy. That's you absolutely got to own it. If she's on the ground, like in a ball, yeah, holding her neck, blood gushing from her aorta oh or my whatever. Gosh, that, what is this carotid? Car uh, carotid uh, artery. I think so. I have no idea. It's an artery that's important, and if it's gushing blood because of your drive, you got in trouble. Take, you got to own up. <laughs> you got to take your golf towel and put a little. Put some pressure on that. Hold that down. Yeah. Do uh, you think, windpipe, uh, you're going to have to stab her through the chest so that she has access through her airwaves. You take a pen or something. So I your saw tea, that. Your I golf saw tea. that in Saw 2. I was going to say, is it in the chest or is it like just into I don't, the... Is it just below? I don't know, I think know, it's just dude. below it. Yeah. I'm not a medical professional. Don't take any that's of my... Yeah, this is uneasy, stuff. man. This yeah. is got... <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, like professional golfers do you, like do they carry cash in their bag if if shit like that happens like joel damon yes. gave that guy a hundred bucks to buy beers because he hit him in the calf you think yeah. they carry cash in their bags for situations like that well i've seen more guys give out like gloves and stuff like yeah yeah cash that's that's a new one like, yeah I, that's kind of sweet though i think did you see his response to that someone asked him he's like do you normally carry a hundred bucks and and joel was like no, I was going to give him a 20 bucks. And then he said beer was $17. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so I like, like that. I like I think that. He even threw in there. He's like, I'm not Phil Mickelson or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. Phil's hit so many people. He just has extra gloves signed already in his bag. Just whip it Here out. You there go. You go. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. Nah, I, I, I like the Damon route. That was no, the Damon route's great. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if you pre-sign some gloves and just toss them, somebody. I might have to do that at the Pine of Palm because no one's safe. <laughs> That's true. I, those windshields worry, on dude. six, you know. Oh, my biggest worry at the Pine of Palm is smoking a marker because all the markers are like eight years old. Just they are young. They're trying to yeah. watch your ball, yeah. and they are completely in play for me, big time, <laughs> big time. Yeah, you're gonna be just fine. But I mean, if I do hit one of the markers in the neck, I'll just blame it on you, and I'll be fine. <laughs> we've established we've still. established yeah. it's okay. Yeah, so what I mean, yep. but tell me, that's not worse than getting the shanks in match play. Hitting someone is worse than that. <laughs> um, I don't think it is. One hundred percent. How do you know I didn't hit somebody in the parking lot twice off the tee? On well, we don't know that. But I would you say know you it hit elicits someone. it elicits the same like reaction. For the next shot, right? So, like, mm -hmm. the shank, you step up to the next shot, and you're like, dear God, please let this one go straight. <laughs> yeah. And then after you hit someone, you have a very similar reaction of, like, please just let this one not be fatal. Just a tremendous amount of guilt standing over your ball. It's like, please don't hit. You got a little yeah. smudge of blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> please don't hit anybody else today. <laughs> 
you're gonna yeah. be just fine tyler um yeah i will tell you the more you think about it the more likely it's gonna happen so i just stop thinking about it well if that's the case then i'll just go have the marker stand on the green for me yeah there or hide behind a tree yeah yep that's all i got me too wrap it up yeah do it thanks for listening folks lucas thanks for joining anything for else you want anything you want to plug anything you want to say to the folks before we we, we we close her down here no i mean take it take it easy have fun and golf's a game so just get out there set yourself a goal even par yep after the next round yeah. but uh yeah have fun with it get a chance get out the sweet shots uh, get that pxg fitting in because that's going to be a heck of a time um and uh shameless plug for the sweet shots podcast if uh, you want to get in some fantasy oh, golf yeah. we're having some fun with it so that's the main goal so perfect go check them out see guys. you next week love you love you guys love see you. Ya. you have to say love you oh love you love there you go hey pipe that they're all away i'll call the clubhouse we'll book another 18 for tomorrow so. hey they cheated on that they fucked their balls yeah no better time for the breakfast ball than now <laughs>